Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fastened seatbelt sign. There is a low-pressure system moving from Washington, D.C. across the country, and it may get a little bumpy. Please return to your seats and keep your freedoms fastened. We choose to go to the moon and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. It is time for us to realize that we are too great a nation to limit ourselves to small dreams. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis R. Avalone. It's our Christmas special. What makes the spirit of Christmas so special? You know, and at Christmas, we obviously, we pray. Yes. We pray. And, you know, throughout the year, we talk about the power of prayer and how it can transform a life, how it can enlighten, how it can guide us, inspire us. Mm-hmm. You know, many people refer to themselves as prayer warriors right and they belong to got their prayer closets they're all ready to go well and they belong to prayer groups and churches sure you get your prayer chain i need all my prayer wars you join in as you start sitting around hey it's unspecified exactly. prayer exactly yeah praying for healing mm-hmm. for peace right or maybe wisdom mm, that's a the, good one for the poor mm-hmm. who are hurting but you know and i know this may be controversial to ask this question especially at this time of year okay but it's prayer enough now, and, and now just stay with me here because I'm, I really, the point here I'm trying to make is the Bible tells us that faith alone mm-hmm. without works is dead. Mm-hmm. It, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Right. And I think that's the point I'm trying to make is maybe prayer alone isn't enough. I, I agree with that. I teach a seminar. It, it's called the PL Railroad. I call it pray, listen, respond, repeat. And the part you're getting at is that we've got to pray, and then we have to be quiet and listen. L- give God the opportunity to be a part of the conversation. you gotta, you got to stop talking before you can hear, right? So you pray, you listen, you sit quietly, you, you wait for the response, and then when God responds to you, you have to respond to Him. That's the part you're talking about. Prayer's not enough. You have to respond to the answer you get from the prayer. If he asks you to do something, if he asks you to to help someone, whatever it is, you've got to respond to that, and then you have to repeat. And praying only at certain times of the year, that ain't good enough either. I mean, you know, I'm Catholic, and there are many people, there are many Catholics out there, they only go to church at Easter and Christmas. you got to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. It's something that we must do Mm -hmm. all year long, and prayer is not enough. There is works that that are Mm -hmm. required, and that's all year long. I I absolutely agree with that message. I think our next guests would agree with that message 100% as well. Kim Crable. Christmas. Christmas. And joining us now for our Christmas special, Kim Crable, the founder and director of Roses and Rainbows Ministry. She's also the author of From Burdens to Blessings, radio host. She's been on TV, does public speaking. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on our Christmas special. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Kim, for folks that don't know, uh, what is Burdens to Blessing? Because it really is It's more than just a book, right? It is. It's a curriculum. It is actually, it began as um, a transformational journey that God began to walk me through almost 25 years ago. And I documented the passages and the path that he led me through to healing according to his promises. And so in the documentation, it turned into a book that's now turned into a curriculum that now we have 50 uh, women and men who are certified to teach it. So it is known as a transformational journey because the word 
shares with us very clearly that anything that's happened in our life, God can transform it to our good and his glory. So I have found that many times people get stuck in past mistakes and regrets and shame and guilt, and that is not God's will. So we love taking different people through the transformational journey so that they can take what has happened in their past and propel them into the future and be a voice of God's hope. Yeah, because our past doesn't have to equal our future, right? Absolutely. And and if we really look into the scriptures and if we think about it, God says that we each have a plan uh, for our lives. It's a very unique plan. And if you will really go into the Greek and study that, you realize that, you know, the things that we have walked through, the verse Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Rest there in the Greek means reversal. And burden there means task in waiting. So the things that have burdened our hearts, the things that maybe the mistakes we've made or maybe even things that have been um, meant for evil against us, God has this incredible, miraculous way that he can birth a task, our purpose, our very unique plan and purpose from the things that we've been through. So God never negates our past. He finds a a, a purpose in it. And that brings meaning to everything that we've walked through in life. And I love that is the passion of my life to be able to share with men and women across the nation and globally, you know, how you can transform your life by the promises of God. And I know several people that have been through the program, and they all love it, and they love what you're doing. But you talked about meaning. What to you, why, why, what is the big meaning behind the spirit of Christmas? Oh my goodness, you know, the spirit of Christmas, when you really think about um, what that means to us, it can be the spirit of Christmas is something that we that must be intentional. You know, I wrote something a few years ago. It's called a cup, a cup of Christmas. And, you know, I woke up one morning. It was Christmas. And I realized that, you know, I'd started in the month of December already regretting that I hadn't done everything that I had planned to do during that year. And here I am in the last month of the year facing a, a list of things that I hadn't accomplished. And now I'm into December and I have a whole new to-do list. So being overwhelmed with Christmas, I decided I wanted things to be different. I really wanted to know the the meaning of Christmas that particular year. I think as we as we grow, as we mature in Christ, as we age and mature, that Christmas brings on a different meaning each year. I think that we grow into that meaning because we're growing into our, our relationship with Christ. And I intentionally, and that's the first word I'll use, you know, the spirit of Christmas has to be intentional. And I remember that year sitting down and I I would, I would intentionally get up each morning. I would grab my Bible. I would sit under the Christmas lights and I would just dive into God's word. If only for a minute or two or three or four, just enough. And that's why I call this a cup of Christmas, just enough that I could refocus. Um, The dedication of that book is uh, for every frazzled and weary person who thirsts for a cup of Christmas wonder. And to me, the spirit of Christmas is really being intentional in focusing on Christ, who is uh, the reason, as they say, for for the season. Do you remember exactly when you realized that Christ was the reason for the season. I mean, as kids, you know, of course, it's all about Santa Claus and, yeah, going to church, and but waking up on Christmas morning, opening up those presents. Do you remember mm. exactly when that changed for you? Not that it, not that all the, the presents and all the, you know, the fun of Christmas went away, but that you realized the deeper meaning. Yeah, what a great question. You know, I think that that is going to obviously be different for every person. But for me, because of, um, you know, I, I, li- I grew up in a in a different maybe type of home or, or maybe it's like so many other homes, actually, uh, where there was there was this illusion of what our family was. But it really wasn't that, um, you know, once we crossed the threshold of of 
into our home, things change. And and I think that that is what we see in so many homes. We never know what is going on inside one another's home or the hurts or the dysfunction or the abuses or the alcoholism. And for me as a young girl, I just knew that there had to be more than, um, you know, the the things that I was seeing. And so for me, it became very early because I just had such a longing for more. I had such a longing for peace. So that literally came to me at around the age of 12, the best I can remember. I had accepted Christ when I was at at the age of 10, but it was around 12 or 11 that I really started to look closely at things around me. And I decided that things didn't have to be dictated to me. You know, when Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, you know, come to me meant, I remember thinking that could be me. I don't have to be, you know, I don't have to be 30 something or 40 something. I can do that at my age. And so I took that invitation very personally and really took on the meaning of Christmas at a very young age. Kim Crable, Burdens to Blessings, and also the founder and director of Roses and Rainbows Ministries. Thank you so much for joining us here on our Christmas special and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to you. Well, we have got so much coming up here on the show. We still are going to be talking with Denise Arthur, one of our American mamas. You guys hear her regularly here on American Ground Radio. We're also going to be talking with Larry Elder, radio host, author, and political candidate. You saw him running for governor in California earlier this year. We also have Bodie Hodge coming up this hour. Bodie's associated with the Answers in Genesis and the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. If you haven't been, it's something you're definitely going to want to go see. All that's coming up on our American Ground Radio Christmas special. Stick around. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You're on board American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Tubs, we sell the best and back it with parts and service. Toro, Xmart, Ventrac mowers. To spend less time mowing and have more fun grilling with the world's best smoking grill, the Big Green Egg, or Green Mountain Pellet Grill. We provide parts and service for what we sell with 0% easy financing. Y'all come see us. Like Tubs Hardware on Facebook and may God bless the USA. Terry, I don't think I've ever seen you show up to the studio in a pair of slippers. I almost fell you out of my chair. You can wear them anywhere. I swear. You literally wore your slippers to work. Okay, they are the furriest feeling things when my feet go in there. And they have the rubber sole that's thick enough that you can wear them outside. I wore them shopping. Or to work. And people will look down and go, I know, I know, they're my slippers. They look cool. They're a beautiful they, color. That pink so is good. very pretty. Listen, my sheets. They're really? Just, those, oh my gosh, those Giza sheets. Girl, I've slept like a baby. Those are 60% off right now. 60% off if you use the AGR code. I love the towels. Yeah, the towels are awesome, too. They dry good. They're a great size. But I like to get those slippers because some days I don't have (laughs) shoes to wear to work. I think they're 50% off now if you use the AGR code. Are you going to get me some slippers? Because I won't order them. Then I'll get your sheets. Okay. Okay, we'll do that. Don't forget to use the AGR code. MyPillow, your people up. Go to MyPillow.com and type in the letters AGR for your discount code. Conservatives are being censored on social media. Big media. In colleges. Public schools. And in woke corporations all across this country. That means talk radio is the last beacon of free speech in America. So when you hear businesses supporting free speech by advertising on this station, we should thank them. They've put their money where their values are, and you should do the same. Make sure you're spending your dollars at companies that understand that free speech isn't free. Conservative listeners need to support conservative advertisers because liberty is never more than one generation away from extinction. Folks, it's your president here. President Joe Biden. Now look, I'm not playing around here. I'm serious. My old man told me I need to listen to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr like he did. He did when, when, when we lived back in Scranton. Now look, Corn Pop, don't miss listening to the American Mamas either. Denise Arthur and Terry Netterville. I know you're being a wise guy, but I'm not messing around here, Jack. Listen to these guys. I'm telling you.
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Evelone. You know, if the left could, I'm sure they would abolish Christmas as a federal holiday. I mean, seriously. Well, they would replace it with uh, Winter Day. Or they wouldn't get rid of the holiday. No, they get rid they'd of get a, the reference. They get rid of the reference to Christianity. But see, can America separate church and state? And you know, I know that's a big discussion, right? But maybe it shouldn't. You know, John Adams mm-hmm. in 1798 wrote, "Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is yep. wholly inadequate to the government of any other." Now, that same year, James Madison. He says, we've staked our future on our ability to follow the Ten Commandments with all of our heart. Mm. So the question is, I mean, and, and look, before I get to the question, the Ten Commandments largely form the basis of our Western laws. Well, and the commandments talk about you've got to love God with all your heart. I mean— so those that believe that America, in the first place, could abandon its Christian foundation and succeed as a nation, I think they're sadly mistaken. Now, I don't think that we are a Christian theocracy either. No. We, th- there is a, a line in the Constitution about not establishing a religion, but that doesn't mean that the Constitution said anywhere that there is a separation of church and state. No, I, I don't think that our government should give Christians preferential treatment. Now, Absolutely there may not. Be, there may be some who would argue, well, by making Christmas a federal holiday, mm-hmm. aren't you giving Christians preferential treatment? I mean, that's a fair, that's that's a a fair, fair argument. That's a fair argument. But it goes back to the question of whether or not you can separate church and state in the first place. And, and again, the state should not be running the church, and the church should not be running the state. We are a democratic republic. That means we are the government, and we should allow God to be in charge of us. Because I think I think what it, what it comes down to is our constitutional framework, our nation's constitutional framework, mm-hmm. may only be fully appreciated in the context of the framers' predominantly Christian worldview. Yes, vast majority of them were Christian, and those that weren't fully Christian were at least partially Christian. And that's that's something that we kind of gloss over. And 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 you know, if for those that say, well, no, it's predominantly Christian, and and we do have a theocracy. My question is, would a Christian nation legalize partial birth abortions? No. Or seek to remove references to God from all public places? No. Or allow other religions the same freedoms? Probably not. It's time for our next interview. Christmas. Christmas. And joining us now in studio, our other American mama, Denise Arthur. We we talked with uh, Terry earlier. Denise, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to both of y'all. We we are we get a gift because we get to work with you and, and Terry all the time. Wait a minute, you, isn't you, that the truth? Wait, no, just a minute. Hold <laughs> on, Who, you got a gift. <laughs> Yours you is about? right in front of you. I'm Lewis. saying they're, they're. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I didn't know this was for me. I'm okay, saying thank their you. presence <laughs> is the present. Oh, I, I, was, I was here for the gifts. Oh, and okay. Just heard gifts and all right. Wondered where mine was. Well, since we've gotten off track already, Denise, what is it to you that makes the spirit of Christmas so special? You know, it's a lot of things. And I think, the, you know, you go through phases. Every Christmas has been different for me from the time I was a child until now when I'm a grown-up and I have children. And we've had loss along the way. There's a whole lot of things. But you just said something that made me think of, uh, you know, when, because I know earlier Lewis had asked Terry, you know, when, when it changed for you. So I, this is the thing. I was in the seventh grade and we had a neighbor that was down the street and she had lost her husband mm. and we were having um christmas dinner no actually i'm sorry it was christmas eve because there was gumbo because if you're in my family you get gumbo gumbo on christmas, on christmas eve. Eve. that's right okay so um anyway but my mother insisted that my dad go down and see if our neighbor would be available to come to our house because she just knew she was by herself and she was so my dad went down and um she had to take a few minutes so she could put on her nice dress and she was you know wasn't ready to go to anybody's house so my dad waited and brought her down to the house 
And um, on Christmas Eve, we always open one present. And so I saw my mom go to the back of the house, which, trust me, there wasn't a long way because we lived in a little house back then, and um, and then come back out. And uh, I saw her. She had this little label with her. And I was kind of watching her thinking, what is she doing? So the thing was, my mom had took my dad back to the bedroom and asked him, was there a Christmas gift that he bought for her that she could give to our neighbor? And there was. And so she changed the tags. And so she would have a Christmas gift. And what you just said a minute ago, so then at that moment, it wasn't about the presents. It was about the presents. And so I realized then that my mom had such a giving heart. I thought, that that's what it is. It's not that bing bag chair I've been praying is under the tree when I get up in the morning. That's not what it was about. It was about this woman that I had you know, rode my bicycle past her house a hundred times. I saw her standing because back then we all had screen doors and she was just always standing there watching us kids go by and she was always by herself. But my mom made sure that she wasn't by herself that Christmas. And But for all of us, it was a lesson. And then I think the older I've gotten, I've realized it through the eyes of older people. Like I can remember now watching my grandparents and my great-grandmother just scale the room at Christmas, you know, they're always the ones sitting there. They don't have all that mess in their lap. They don't have all, they wait till last to open their presents. And I think it's because I call it the Kodak moment. I think they're watching everyone in that room and they're going back from the day they were at the hospital until now because they don't know how many more Christmases they have. And the joy that you see in their faces watching everybody in that room. But it's amazing to me how they just sit there. They're like spies. I mean, they're just watching the room. And that to me, that's just the most amazing thing. And, you know, Christmas has changed and it's rough for a lot of people out there. There's a lot of sadness with Christmas. But I think, you know, you have to power through. And it's okay if you're sad at Christmas. People need to know that. that you know what? This is not a Hallmark movie. This is real stuff. It's real life. You're missing people. You know, it's the you have the ones you're missing, and then you have the renewal, the ones you haven't seen in a long time, and then the new ones that come along. So there's always the trifecta that comes with Christmas, and you have to make the most of that and enjoy that. But, you know, there's this little saying. It says, um, Christmas is a time when you get homesick, even when you're at home. Mm. And that's just pretty powerful to me. But, you know, it, it's it's Christmas is good. Where It's always good. You just make the best of it, even when you're not feeling it so much. You'll find some joy somewhere in a little kid's eye, in your granny's eye, if you still have your granny. If not, go find a neighbor that's by themselves. I, I just I, There's so much there uh, that I absolutely love. Do you find yourself now doing more of those Kodak moments than you used to? Oh, for sure. For sure. For Sitting sure. there watching? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I think now, like, you know, remember when you would wait and would wait for the kids to wake up and run into the living room? And now you're just waiting for them to drive down the driveway when they get in town. It changes. Everything changes. But you just want to make sure you got to give them a little peace. You've got to give them something so that they pass it on. But there's still a part of you on Christmas morning that kind of stirs inside, right? Oh, for sure. But it's the joy from watching the boys for me and even Marty. But that's, you know, but it's not, it's just we're all in one room. That's the gift. I don't really need anything else. Denise Arthur, thank you so much. American Mama. American Mama, (laughs) Denise Arthur. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Denise. And and we love having you, uh, working with you all the time. Us too. Coming up next, Larry Elder. What? We're talking to him. Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Hey, Denise Arthur here. We've just finished rebuilding our website from the ground up. Go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and you'll find our latest podcasts, videos, and blog posts. And you'll also find our new online store. At AmericanGroundRadio.com slash shop, you'll find the Conservative Kid Growth Kit, the Freedom Sings CD, the Presidential Tumblr, and our book, Bright Spots Big Country. And checkout is simple, safe, and secure. So go ahead and head on over to AmericanGroundRadio.com slash shop today. American Ground Radio is in nearly 40 markets across our great country, and we're expanding every month. American Ground Radio is looking for businesses that join with the fastest growing conservative talk shows in our country. 
When you become a sponsor of American Ground Radio, you'll see results and you'll support a show that represents conservatives who love their country. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor in your market, go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and click on Contact. Maybe it was that fourth grade teacher who believed in you. Or the big-eyed girl who smiled when you were the new kid. Maybe it was watching your child as she took her first steps. Those aha moments in life when everything seemed to come into focus. Those are the bright spots that lift us up when we're feeling down and show us a path from the ordinary to the extraordinary. America's history is filled with bright spots too. The greatness of America is that it allows each of us to see the greatness within ourselves. That is how America became great. One dream, one bright spot at a time. Bright Spots Big Country, What Makes America Great by Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and brightspotsbigcountry.com. In the next few minutes, minds will be opened. New journeys will begin. Small wonders can occur in just a few minutes. How? By listening to American Ground Radio every day. Fully informed, entertaining, and prepared just for you. Listen for just a few minutes and enjoy. On air or wherever you listen to podcasts. In the next few minutes, good things are going to happen on American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. It's what's for dinner. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr, Lewis R. Avalone. This is our Christmas special, what makes the spirit of Christmas so special. You know, there are some places in this country that they just want to get rid of any reference to God whatsoever. You know, like, for example, well, or removing the Ten Commandments outside of public buildings. There was a sheriff's department. It wasn't that long ago. They had to remove these decals that they had put on their patrol cars that Mm -hmm. said, Blessed are the peacemakers. What's offensive? So they had to take an actual blessing off the car yes. for police officers. They had to remove the sticker. It was a, because the ACLU said those were Christian decals. But you've got atheists out there that are trying to remove in God we trust from our nation's currency. They right. want to get rid of under God from the Pledge of Allegiance. You know what's ironic? The only place in America where religious freedom is not being diminished or otherwise being dismantled? Yeah. What what do you think that place is? Florida? No. (laughs) Our prisons. Our prison systems. That's really interesting. Prison inmates lose many of their civil rights, but the freedom of religion is not one of them. In fact, inmates are overwhelmingly spiritual. Only one in 1,000 prisoners identify themselves as atheists. Do you know what that ratio wow. is for the general population? It's like one in five? One in a hundred. I'm sorry, yeah, oh, one in a hundred. One in a hundred. I was thinking five percent, yes. So it's wow. really remarkable. The wow. role of religion, I mean, well, for people of faith, the role of religion in prisons is not breaking news. The Gospel of Matthew says, I was in prison mm-hmm. and you visited me. That's a really good point. It's a fascinating, and it is interesting how many people do come to discover Jesus for the first time in their lives in prison. Behind bars. Well, it's time now for Larry Elder. Christmas. 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 And joining us now on the phone, author, radio hosts, candidate for governor of the great state of California. What has he not done? I know. Larry Elder. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. There's a lot I haven't done, but thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. We, we're we so excited to have you here on the show. Obviously, you uh, you made big news earlier this year as the, the leading candidate to, to replace uh, Governor Gavin Newsom uh, in in the recall election, uh, but obviously you've been you've been fighting the good fight for a, a long time, and that's why we wanted to ask you, what is it you think about the spirit of Christmas that is so special? Well, 
ideally it's a time when we all can come together and realize that we are one people, one country. Uh, and that's what I think about during the holidays. There's a kind of a festive nature of it. And, um, uh, people kind of set aside some of their differences, but in these times we're set at each other's throats so much. Uh, I sometimes wonder whether or not, um, uh, people are having the kind of Christmas spirit that I recall having when I grew up in, here in America. Uh, one side believes one side is wrong. One side believes the other side not only is wrong, but evil. And I think that comes from the left. I think the left has con- convinced themselves that people want to secure the borders, people who uh, believe in the Judeo-Christian values of this country, people who are God-fearing, people who oppose uh, abortion, are somehow bad people as opposed to people with whom we have disciplined, serious disagreements. So uh, that's that's kind of what I hope. I, I think when Joe Biden ran for office and when they all kind of caved around him, uh, coalesced around him, I should say, uh, the idea was he's going to be a moderate. He's going to unite us, bring us together. And he's been an incredibly divisive uh, person uh, and has made statement after statement after statement that I think uh, has set Americans against other Americans, and not least of which, of course, is calling Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist without any any real information whatsoever. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really quite worried sometimes about the country. So uh, long answer to your question, gentlemen, but I'm, I'm hoping that we can re- reacquaint ourselves with the fact that we have far more in common than we have apart. That's a really good point, because the vast majority of Americans celebrate Christmas in some form uh, or another. Somewhere between 70 to 95 percent of Americans uh, have Christmas decorations up this time of year. Absolutely. And uh, even as uh, more and more Americans, uh, I think, distance themselves from from calling themselves God fearing, uh, they call themselves spiritual or something like that. Uh, Most people uh, believe in God. Most people uh, in in America are Christians. This is still a nation of Christians, a a nation that's been founded uh, on Judeo-Christian principles. And I just hope that we can understand why and how we need them and why and how embracing these kinds of values made America the great country that it is. Now, Larry, you were talking about when you were growing up, remembering Christmas as a child. And of course, you know, we all remember Christmas, you know, in terms of getting gifts and waking up on Christmas morning. But do you remember that time where you recognized the true reason for the season? You're going to laugh, but it's when I first watched the uh, Peanuts a Charlie Brown Christmas special. Oh, that's great. Uh, that's I watched, awesome. I watched, it with, I watched it with my family, uh, and my mom taught Sunday school. I used to play piano in church, and we had long talks about the real purpose of Christmas, and it's not about getting gifts. Uh, it's not about uh, uh, you know staying up and waiting for Santa to bring you something. Uh, it's about the celebration of the birth of Christ uh, and, uh, and why we are believers. And um, so I, I, all I know is I remember having a very, very long conversation uh, about Christmas because of the Charlie Brown Christmas special that I think they still play every year, don't they? It's Yeah, they've been playing it, but it's now on Apple Plus. Apple Plus bought out the rights for it, I believe, last year. But yeah, you can go stream it right now. And it almost never aired because CBS executives thought it was too controversial to have Linus reading from Scripture. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember that, it, and it and it has since become kind of controversial for that very reason. Uh, you know, like, like when they do um, uh, Superman, they take out uh, uh, for the the uh, truth, justice, and the American way. Somehow, uh, <laughs> right. having a Christmas special uh, and uh, having Linus quote scripture somehow is not uh, palatable to a lot of the uh, Hollywood. So it's it's gotten pretty pretty absurd. You know, this is a, combining these two ideas here that that you first got this idea of what the meaning of Christmas is from the, the, the Charlie Brown special when Linus quoted scripture and about bringing Americans back together, which you were initially starting. Don't we have to get back to some of the ideas and some of the the original vision that the founders had, the founders who were by vast majorities Christians who, who knew that scripture that Linus read? Don't we have to get back to some of that before we can get back to some unity? Absolutely. And to understand that our rights don't come from government, they don't come from man, they come from God. Uh, And unless you have that kind of foundation, I think you're not going to appreciate what made this country great. And so 
that's what I hope we get back to here uh, this Christmas. Uh, but I but I'm I'm increasingly worried about uh, the way we're set up on each other in this country. I remember reading a study just about uh, freshmen at Dartmouth and, and those who describe themselves as liberal versus those who describe themselves as conservatives. And it turns out those who describe themselves as liberal were four times likely not to want a roommate who was conservative, whereas the conservatives mm. had no problem having a, a roommate who was liberal. Right. Because we, we believe that we can have a conversation with people if they disagree with us. We believe we have the information and the facts. Uh, but they are at least half the country, I think, wants to demonize the other half. I, I think we're in a very scary time in our country. Reminds me a little bit of 1984. Uh, and I, I just hope that we can understand, again, as I said before, that we have a whole lot more in common than we do have apart. If you don't think we do, go 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 visit a foreign country sometime. Uh, yep. I was in Africa once uh, and uh, they didn't call me an African-American. They called me an American. Mm. Uh, you know, tra- tra- travel overseas <laughs> and, and you'll get a renewed appreciation of how great this country is. Larry Elder, you know, I have a a renewed appreciation for the country every time I hear you speak, sir. And it's a pleasure talking to you on our Christmas special. Thank you so much for your time. And Merry Christmas. It's my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, our Christmas special continues. We're talking with Bodie Hodge from Answers in Genesis. We can use some answers right now, don't you think? Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio, where freedom grows, with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Fellas, what about some barbecue this Thursday? Well, I hear that Bodacious Bar in Q is hosting Ladies' Night on Thursday. Love me some barbecue! Join us Thursday for Ladies' Night at Bodacious Bar in Q. Mixed drinks are only $5 and get $3 off on a glass of wine. Ladies, come out for the drinks. Guys, come out for the, uh, barbecue. And on Monday night, it's Music Bingo at Bodacious Bar in Q at 8410 Line Avenue in Lewis, what's the toughest challenge for business owners? Finding employees, especially quality employees. Well, our friends at Express Employment Professionals serve businesses across Caddo and Bossier Parishes. And Express Employment Professionals never charge the applicant a fee. If you need employees or are struggling with what you have, call Blake at 318-226-8777. Blake will customize a recruiting plan that works for your organization and your budget. Call Express Employment Professionals at 318-226-8777. I don't think I've ever seen you show up to the studio in a pair of slippers. I almost fell out of my chair. You can wear them anywhere. I swear. You literally wore your slippers to work. Okay, they are the furriest feeling things when my feet go in there. And they have the rubber sole that's thick enough that you can wear them outside. I wore them shopping. to work. And people will look down and go, I know, I know, they're my slippers. They look cool. They're a beautiful color. That pink is very pretty. Listen, my sheets. Really? Oh my gosh, those Giza sheets. Girl, I've slept like a baby. Those are 60% off right now. 60% off if you use the AGR code. I love the towels. Yeah, the towels are awesome, too. They dry good. They're a great size. But I have to get those slippers because some days I don't have (laughs) shoes to wear to work. I think they're 50% off now if you use the AGR code. Are you going to get me some slippers? Because I won't order them. Then I'll get your sheets. Okay. Okay, we'll do that. forget to use the AGR code. My pillow, your people up. Go to MyPillow.com and type in the letters AGR for your discount code. Ronald Reagan once asked, are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents in the long history of the world? Well, that's why we made this CD. Freedom Sings is a collection of songs from America's history. Each one tells a story from our founding up till today. Not only do we include classics like America the Beautiful and This Land is Your Land, but we also tell the stories behind the songs, who wrote them and why, and what they mean to everyday Americans when they first heard these patriotic tunes. If you want your kids to know what America represents in the long history of the world, then you need to get Freedom Sings. Just look for it in the iTunes store and download it for your computer or mobile device. Get Freedom Sings for your kids and keep liberty marching on for the next generation. 
Yeah, pay attention while I paint the picture. Gas prices increasing, the richer getting richer. You need the honest, real deal info. Gotta tune in, American Ground Radio. Uh, what's happening to the country? We need order. The chaos going down at the southern border. It's getting intense, time that we make sense. Families are struggling because they can't afford rent. American Ground Radio, let's go. American Ground Radio, let's go. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You're listening to our Christmas special, What Makes the Spirit of Christmas you know, so special? You know, excuse me. Sorry, sure. just getting all yeah, excited just get all here. Excited, yeah. It's Christmas time. I know. You know, two out of every three consumers uh-huh. return at least one gift during the holiday season. Really? Two out of three. It adds up to 66 billion dollars worth of products that will be returned by the end of the year you know i'm so glad that the gift we were all given on christmas of the baby jesus was not returned absolutely christmas 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 And joining us on the phone, Brody Hodge, an author, a speaker, a researcher. He's with Answers in Genesis and is joining us here on American Ground Radio's Christmas special. What's so special about the spirit of Christmas? Brody, welcome to our show. Hey, it's great to be on. Uh, so first of all, for folks that don't know, you're with the Ark Encounter, uh, which is the, the, the life-size Noah's Ark. According to biblical specifications, you guys built that Noah's Ark there in, in Kentucky, and you're also with Answers in Genesis. Uh, how'd you get involved with that? Well, you know what? I was actually involved before we built the Ark Encounter. Uh, we also have the Creation Museum up here. These are both outreaches of Answers in Genesis. But I'll tell you what, it was exciting being involved in that Ark Encounter. I mean, it is full size. It's over 500 and 10 feet long. So it is an immense structure, absolutely be- beautiful and uh, mind-blowing when you actually see it. I understand the largest freestanding wood construction in the world. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a timber, timber frame style. It really is. And, uh, you know, we uh, worked with some of the Amish to be able to do some of that uh, that big. It was really incredible, some of the work they were able to do. So what is it about the spirit of Christmas that is so special to you? Well, you know, when you just go back to the Bible, the whole reason for Christmas is Jesus Christ stepping into history, taking on flesh, becoming a man. And, you know, we sometimes celebrate the babe in the manger at Christmas time, and, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, really. But, you know, I like to look at it all the way through. When you look at the Scriptures from the beginning to the end, you know, God created the world perfect. It was very good, according to Genesis 1, 31. Deuteronomy 32, 4 says every work of God is perfect. That's what we expected from a perfect God. But when Adam and Eve sinned against God, God cursed the ground. He cursed the animals, and he sentenced man to die. The world went from a perfect state to an imperfect and broken state. That's why death is in the world. That's why suffering and cancer, things like that, are, are just a commonplace in our world. But when Jesus Christ stepped into history to become a man, his ultimate goal was to die on a cross, to take that punishment that we all deserve upon himself. And so, you know, we, we, we oftentimes celebrate that at Easter. But, you know, the babe in the manger, that's what triggered everything to happen uh, for the Lord to actually come in and solve that sin problem. Brody, do you have a memory from your time growing up? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you remember, like, that first time where you're like, man, Christmas is really a special time? Well, you know what? I would say I was little at the time, probably two, three years old. Uh, you know, just being able to get some gifts and, and open those up, you know, you realize that was a really unique time. And my birthday is actually fairly close to Christmas. So a lot of my birthday gifts and Christmas gifts, it all kind of came together right there at the same time. Well, then happy but, birthday. Uh, it's really exciting. Yeah, it's, it's coming right up here. I'm uh, just getting older every every single day, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it really was. I You know, as a child, I absolutely loved Christmas. As an adult, I still love Christmas. But one of the things that breaks my heart about Christmas, too, is I see a lot of people that then uh, they're out in the world and they're celebrating Christmas, but they don't know why they do it. 
And, uh, you know, I love to be able to bring the true meaning of Christmas, why Christ stepped into history, uh, right into their lives. And uh, it really is powerful when you think about it. Right. We get all caught up in, in buying gifts, and we yeah. forget the reason for the season. Right. Christ himself was the ultimate gift. And, you know, it, it's, it's really neat, too. When you think about Christ, you know, he steps in. Uh, you th- think of the wise men. The wise men brought him three gifts. Uh, you know, so I mean, there, there's this uh, tradition of gift giving going all the way back to when the Savior stepped into the world. Uh, so it really is kind of neat uh, thinking know, about that aspect too. You know, and I, I think it's also an opportunity. You know, whether, whether it's Christmas or Easter or any of our religious holidays, to celebrate the freedom of religion in this country that we we still have. You know, uh, by the grace of God. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I love the fact that we can go out and tell people about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ without the fear of being shot and killed. Um, you know, like it could be in, in certain other countries, uh, especially if you say it at the wrong time, the wrong place. Um, you know, you could be in all sorts of trouble. But you know what? That shouldn't stop Christians from still preaching the gospel. A lot of times it's the cultures that really hold down Christians where you actually see the gospel explode. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, when you think about what the Lord can do by the power of the Holy Spirit, going in and converting people's hearts, oh, wow, it's just amazing when you think about it. But I love the fact that we have that freedom here to be able to go out and do that. And, and that's certainly something that you guys with uh, Answers in Genesis and the Ark Encounter have fought for personally uh, in, in the courts for that uh, freedom of religion uh, when it comes to some yeah, of the really tax have. policies. So uh, we, we yeah. want to say thank you guys, to, thank you to you guys for doing that. Uh, because we all benefit when you do. Absolutely. Uh, Brody oh, Hodge, yeah, we'll appreciate that. Brody Hodge, author, speaker, and defender of the faith. Thank you so much for joining us here on our Christmas special. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and God bless you guys. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are not yet done with our Christmas special. Hope you'll stick around. We'll be right back. If you're not listening in, you're missing out. American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Tubs, we sell the best and back it with parts and service. Toro, Xmark, Ventrac mowers to spend less time mowing and have more fun grilling with the world's best smoking grill, the Big Green Egg, or Green Mountain Pellet Grill. We provide parts and service for what we sell with 0% easy financing. Y'all come see us. Like Tubbs Hardware on Facebook, and may God bless the USA. MyPillow is now a proud sponsor of American Ground Radio, which is really great. I mean, we all have MyPillow products at home, and it's so fantastic that an industry leader like MyPillow has invested in American Ground Radio coast to coast. And because we're now working with MyPillow, you can get some great deals. If you go to their website, MyPillow.com, type in the letters AGR for your discount code, you get some massive discounts right away. Right, like the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets, they're 60% off right now. Now with the AGR code, I'm telling you, no sleepless nights with these folks. Or you get a six-piece MyPillow towel set for $70 off. That's a huge discount just by typing in three little letters, AGR. You can get $50 off the classic MyPillow right now with the AGR discount code. And on every single item, thanks to the sponsorship of MyPillow and American Ground Radio, you save bigly. Huge. Yeah, so go to MyPillow.com and type in those letters, AGR, and start sleeping like a baby tonight. Maybe it was that fourth grade teacher who believed in you. Or the big-eyed girl who smiled when you were the new kid. Maybe it was watching your child as she took her first steps. Those aha moments in life when everything seemed to come into focus. Those are the bright spots that lift us up when we're feeling down and show us a path from the ordinary to the extraordinary. America's history is filled with bright spots too. The greatness of America is that it allows each of us to see the greatness within ourselves. That is how America became great. One dream, one bright spot at a time. <laughs> 
Bright Spot's Big Country, What Makes America Great by Louis R. Avaloni and Stephen Parr. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and brightspotsbigcountry.com. Conservatives are being censored on social media. Big media. In colleges. Public schools. And in woke corporations all across this country. That means talk radio is the last beacon of free speech in America. So when you hear businesses supporting free speech by advertising on this station, we should thank them. They've put their money where their values are, and you should do the same. Make sure you're spending your dollars at companies that understand that free speech isn't free. Conservative listeners need to support conservative advertisers. Because liberty is never more than one generation away from extinction. American Ground Radio is in nearly 40 markets across our great country, and we're expanding every month. American Ground Radio is looking for businesses to join one of the fastest-growing conservative talk shows in our country. When you become a sponsor of American Ground Radio, you'll see results, and you'll support a show that represents conservatives who love their country. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor in your market, go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and click on Contact. Back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr, Lewis R. Avalone. This has been our Christmas special. What makes the spirit of Christmas so special? You know, and one of the things that really surprised me is when we asked the question about when did they realize, when did they really understand the reason for the season? Yeah. You know, for me, I mean, of course, we always went to church sure. at Christmas or Christmas Eve. It was always about the birth of Christ. And for many of our guests, mm-hmm. it was later in life. Some right. of them John, might have John been, Snyder said like he was 28. 28 years right. old yeah. before he truly understood mm-hmm. the reason for the season. And that was while he was living in Hollywood. Right. I, I thought that was fascinating. They talked about it as a church in Hollywood. That got him to that understanding. And, you know, there was a lot of gratitude. I heard a lot of gratitude. gratitude. And I think at this time of year, we're reminded of all of the blessings Mm -hmm. that our Lord, that our Savior has bestowed on on all of us. And if if we're not, we need to be. Because as, as you change your mind, Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he, right? It's not that happy people are thankful. It's that thankful people are happy. And that's even before you get the gifts under the tree. And, and see, the other part of that is, and it's good, to, it's good to be thankful. Absolutely. But it has to go further. It can't just be, okay, well, you know, everything's great for me. Right. Because faith without works is dead. So once you're thankful, how do you express that? all year long even when maybe there are going to be times there always are where you don't feel you don't feel very thankful but if you spend some time saying thanks eventually you start to realize what you have to be thankful for i'm thankful i'm thankful i'm thankful just keep saying it to yourself over and over we are thankful for you listening in we are thankful for all the guests that we had taking time out of their holiday plans to spend time with us and spend time with you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And may your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. Joy.